welcome to Banter and Such. I'm Brando. And I'm Owen. And today we are talking about Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Get your whips ready, put on your fedoras, and let's go punch some Nazis. <laughs> Is that what we're going to do? Uh, possibly. We'll see. I feel so old. <laughs> I feel so old yeah. and tired. Well, Who's who's older, you or Indiana Jones? Oh yeah, I I'm 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 the same age as his dad. Actually, we were born the same year, <laughs> right? Like 50 years before World War One. <laughs> you know what? Let's just get into some BS. So today, before we talk about Indiana Jones and the dads of dysentery, we got to give you a heads up on some Helios Network stuff. Our merch is so great, it belongs in a museum. <laughs> Sorry, we're doing this all episode. Yeah, 100%. No, we got amazing hats and little pins and shirts and all kinds of fun stuff from all Helios Network shows, including banter and such, at www.theheliosnetwork.com. I would love for you to just go to that website and look at it because I made it and I'm so proud of it. It's like my little it's baby. Great, it's a great website. And if you'd like to support the show and the network as a whole, we do have a Patreon. The link is in the show description. It supports, like I said, us and the Helios Network as a whole. You get to see all this cool stuff. You get bonus banter. You get uh, access to discounts on merch. Talk with Brando and I directly and a bunch of other cool stuff. So check it out. All right. I'm ready to get into this. I'm ready to dive in. Yeah. But I, I wanted to start with, uh, do, do we want to do a bro catch up first? We kind of sure. did a bro yeah, catch yeah, up yeah, before yeah. We, It's a bro episode. Yeah. It is a bro episode. Yeah. It's just me and you. Uh, we kind of did a catch up before the show started. A little bit. So yeah. how, well, you and I haven't seen each other for like, uh, it's oh. been, cause we usually play D and D every week. Yeah. And we have been able to, cause we're all so busy, but yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot of me, a lot of it is me. I'm missing it. I yeah. have so much like character movement. You on have my so character. much pent up D&D energy. You have no, no idea. Yeah. I'm just I'm, Are you role playing in bed with Sarah now? <laughs> I I talked to Call her, me Franklin. When when we're intimate, I use my character voice. <laughs> Hi, I'm Franklin. That's my character. My character is a cross between like Dolly Parton and Ted Lasso yep. and Jackie Chan. And Jackie Chan, yes. <laughs> because he's a halfling monk. Yeah. yeah. No, how have you been? Uh, I've been good, man. Just been super busy, uh, you know, I got to, it was really cool. So uh, all the homeboys from Master and Debaters uh, are like my best friends, uh, including you, Brando. I don't want you to feel left out. Oh, thank yeah. you. But uh, it was really cool. So on 4th of July, we got to uh, DJ all together. So Spencer. Oh, that's cool. I didn't yeah, know all of you so, were together. Yeah. Uh, Spencer uh, runs Emo Night Nashville here in Nashville. He is Mr. Nashville. And funny enough, this week's episode of Master and Debaters was Emo Night, and Spencer got to oh, that's talk cool. about uh, I didn't know that, that yeah. a little bit. Yeah, they 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 debated emo music. <laughs> and then uh, Puck and I, we're together the Super Smashed Bros. That's our DJ duo name. Oh, my gosh. I'm DJ D20, and he's DJ Y'all Holla. If you knew, okay, so the show Master and Debaters, one of the hosts is Puck, and yeah. if you knew why Y'all Holla is so appropriate, is because he is, he's what, he's 7'2"? Yeah, um, uh, he's 8'6". Yeah, yeah, he's 8'6". He's, he's like super blonde. He's 5'16". His hair is as pale as his skin, yeah. and and he's huge. He's, he's huge. huge. And he's, he's a Viking. And he has deer antlers he's a tattooed too. behind his ears. <laughs> Wait, does he? Yeah, he does. I've never seen that. Yeah. <laughs> So he looks like a Viking. He looks like a Viking. But he's from the South. South. Yeah, he's yeah. from Indiana. So y'all Oh, Indiana. Holla. That's yeah. right. I yeah. knew he's from. But he lives in the, the South. South. So yeah. we claim him. We claim yeah. him. Uh, isn't Indiana's one state over, isn't it? I don't know. Okay. I don't I don't pay attention to maps. Yeah. You're, you're not a archaeologist geography person? No. 
<laughs> no. But yeah, right, so, so no, you got to tell us about the D&D session you did with the... Uh, oh, okay, yeah. The, but anyways, so uh, July 4th, we all got to DJ together. Uh, Alex doesn't DJ, but he came. We got to... We rented out the rooftop of the Bobby Hotel. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, it was a private event. Yeah, it was it was dope. I mean, there was like everybody... Kevin Sanders was there too. That's uh, awesome. Yeah, so it was, it was a good time. Uh, but uh, then the next day, July 5th, one of our close friends, Joe Chapman is his name... He was on Master and Debaters on the board game episode, actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, he is getting married, or he is now officially uh, married. So, uh, congrats, congrats, my congrats dude. to you. I'm trying to look. What for would be my... the appropriate sound effect for that? Um... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're uh, married. No you, one you, cares. I think you have the shout out button on the Wasted Truth, uh, or the the rap horn on, on. Oh, yeah. I forgot that we have different uh, sound yeah, effects. Yeah. yeah, there we go. Yay! Congrats, to Joe. Uh, anyways, we did a, uh, he's a huge nerd, so for his bachelor party, he wanted to play D&D. Okay, just so everyone is hearing this correctly, Owen DM'd a custom yeah. D&D session for this dude's bachelor party. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about it, because this sounds, when you were telling me about this before the okay. show started, I was like, this is one of the coolest things I've ever so heard. So we ended up, uh, I, I wrote this whole entire one, just a one-shot sh- session, and it was, the characters were, all of them were overpowered. And it was going to be a, a, a very typical Prince rescues the princess story. So the story is so Joe Chapman is his name. He is and he he played Joseph Chapman, <laughs> the Prince of Chapmania, of course. <laughs> and uh his father was stepping down uh from being king and he was going to give Joseph Chapman, you know, rulership, but he needed to get married and uh Joseph Chapman was in love with this princess from a neighboring village oh. or a neighboring country uh and it was his uh now wife's name uh Hannah uh, Cochran. And when I met up with her and asked her, I was like, Hey, so I'm doing all these puns. What do you, you want? Like your pun to be, <laughs> what kingdom are you from? You're from? And she's like, I, oh, well, my last name has cock in it. So I'm from Cockland. I was like, okay, perfect. <laughs> uh, so yeah, now that's so, right next to Tennessee. Th- th- that is right next to Tennessee. <laughs> he, uh, uh, so yeah, he was at the altar and he had his three best men with him who are all the other players, which was puck, uh, Alex and one of our other friends, Ben Leonard. Nice. Um, and, the master and debater guys show up in a lot of our stories. Yeah, they do. Yeah. Well, it's it, we're all just the homies. So, anyways, yeah. a red dragon came and kidnapped uh, Hannah on the way. A red dragon named after you. Yeah, yeah, named Owie <laughs> <laughs> came down and like and uh, kidnapped her, and they had to go on a quest to save her and whatnot. And it just hilarity ensued. They were overpowered. That it was just adorable. a good time. So that is man. I got married. They like, got married in the Church of Jägermeister because <sighs> they're they're uh, they're they're the patron saint of Chapmania is Jägermeister. <laughs> Did you say what was he had a spell of like celestial guardian or yeah, something? Yeah, and they were just bottles of Jägermeister floating around, but the the heads of the bottles were deers <laughs> <laughs> pouring Jäger on everybody. <laughs> oh man, I wish you were there for my bachelor party. Fine, we just I would have like, done the same thing. We it did laser tag for my bachelor party. I, that also sounds like a lot of fun. That was actually yeah. pretty. Cool. I I also for like my bachelor party want to play D anD. d Oh, you know what? I would I would want to DM it because I'd want to do like an evil campaign where I just get to you take would want to DM my, your own because I want to take out my angst and rage against you all <laughs> and just finally become the full evil DM that I've always wanted to be. <laughs> well, I didn't do anything nearly as cool as you. It was funny like before the show I was sharing like how I'm so excited because we went grocery shopping as a family and we got healthy food yeah. and I'm I'm trying to cook more. It's been it's been a bad habit of mine. That I haven't cooked a lot, and so I'm like, "How dare you?" I know, I know. Well, my, my wife, she, she just cooks all the time, and so I'm like, "All right, stop." I I want to cook, and I want to try different things uh, in the kitchen. <laughs> this is what you do when you're early married. You try different things in the bedroom. Yeah. But when you've been married for like 
20 years, you try different things in the kitchen. And uh, it's amazing. I love that. And uh, <laughs> so, But I'm just making my own sauces. I'm making breakfast and stuff. I, and my little daughters, I have a 10-year-old and a 7-year-old. And they're like my little chef's assistants. Uh, and sous we, chefs. Yeah, sous chefs. That's mm-hmm. what that is, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so so we, we watched The Bear Season 2. Oh, yeah. Which is amazing. amazing. I'm so glad this you is, finished it. This yeah. is part of my inspiration that I was like, I, I want to cook. I want to really, I've never expressed myself. How good was that, that Forks episode <sighs> with Cousin in the, the Three Michelin Star oh, restaurant? Oh, dude, the yeah. Christmas episode. Oh, uh, the Christmas. Oh, the Christmas is, okay, episode. Okay, we're not talking about the bear. Sorry. <laughs> so it, it, you know, it, but it was so great that we were talking about getting family, like, uh, uh, what do you call them? Like, not smocks, uh, the uh, aprons. Mm hmm. And uh, it's just we're into it. Like we've, we're becoming a family of like cooking, and and uh, we're, yeah. we're moving much healthier and cooking things from scratch. Uh, and it is so much fun. Like in the past, you know how like you cook for an hour and then you eat for five minutes. Yes. I hated that. I always like I was like, oh, it's such a waste. It's such a chore, yeah. right? But now I'm like, this is such a delight. Like I love. I'll cook. We're playing music. We're talking. We're all like doing our different parts. Like it was the best hour we spent. And I didn't even care about eating afterwards. I was like, just throw the food away. I had a great time, <laughs> dude. I mean, that's why I like I love smoking. You know, it's like all suddenly like I'm spending six hours on these ribs and then I dude. eat the ribs. But yes, it's a culmination, right? It's it's yeah. You don't you, you don't get as much time as you put into it but that's the point of it right like yeah. you're enjoying that you spent you know it's the experience i'm seeing it more as an something. artistic and creative expression yep. because uh, instead of like color and composition it's flavor it's flavor yeah uh and texture and all that stuff oh I, i'm st- i'm really starting to love it right. but i still have zero skills <laughs> <laughs> oh we'll get you there so i'm like really good at cooking scrambled eggs they, now oh yeah hey, well, you did talk about it soft that's scramble all, all the way Anyways, right, so let's get let's to this BS. Talk about a movie that nobody wanted. That that's not true. I wanted it. I want here, here here's how I felt. Like the movie's coming out mm-hmm. and uh you know and I, I was really excited about it. The stuff I was seeing was really good and then I walked out feeling like this. I was rooting for you. We were all rooting for you. How dare you? Oh, yeah, man. It was very yeah. It wasn't Okay, here's here's my question cuz here's how I want to okay. frame it. Um and we all knew it was not going to be better than the original three, right? No, there's we no all way. Knew that. Yeah. We all knew that, right? But the question is, and if you haven't seen the movie, here's the question for everyone. Is it better than Kingdom of the Crystal Skull? Uh, it, uh, I it, Okay, That's I'm struggling because it's tough. Uh, I think I'd rather watch... Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Really? Than I than watching Dial of Destiny. Okay, explain that one. So, it, here's my thing. It the 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 it's the exact same storyline. Okay. Right. They they basically just made Crystal Skull 2.0. Yeah. Where it is Indiana Jones down and out. He's alone in life. He has an old friend who's gone crazy over something that they both tried to find together once. Yeah. And then he there's a call to action. Yeah, and there is someone that he's related to that revives him to become the old Indiana Jones that he once was. Yeah, it's the exact same plot. Like all those well, be- are like the story the beats. There's going to be some well, things. Yeah, there for are some, an Indiana yeah. Jones, but movie, they're the be... same story beats, right? Yeah. And I really, I, I didn't want that to happen again. 
like yeah. it dialed Destiny. I was like, hey, look, we already like Ana Jones was down and out. Like, cool. Let's have this be like the old man. It's his one last ride. Like he's ready for it. He's he wants it to happen. Yeah. And he's 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 just like, hey. And even Sala in the movie said he goes, I miss the days of my youth, like waking up every morning not knowing where adventure is gonna take me today. Yeah. And that's what I wanted. That's what I, I wanted. Like, hey, look, like it's happening. Indiana Jones is there. But they just, once again, he's now divorced. He's sad. He's curmudgeon which I mean, Indiana Jones was always kind of that way anyways. He was kind of a complainer always. Yeah. But uh, we are going to die. Frankly. Yeah. yeah but, but it was funny. Yeah. When With he was this, grumpy. It was yeah. just like, was I, didn't, I didn't need this whole like him coming downstairs with a bat banging on these like, ah, it's a work day turn down the music turn down the music yeah i i i don't okay first well okay well is that your answer i mean is would, yeah. would you, is that like saying well I, crystal I, I skull will, is better i cuz you didn't say that you I, said you'd rather watch, watch that it. yeah i i don't know if i would say they both have their highs and lows and yeah. i think brando you said it best the highs of of crystal skull are better than the highs of dial destiny yeah but the lows of, of Crystal Skull are lower than Dial of Destiny. Yeah, that's the that's how I felt about this movie was Crystal Skull. Okay, so the the scene in Crystal Skull where uh Shia LaBeouf is on the motorcycle where they punch the guys yeah. in the in the diner and they're going through the chase, the the Soviets are chasing him and he's mm-hmm. on the motorcycle and they go through the university. That in Crystal Skull, that scene was amazing. Yes. That is that was like, oh, this is brilliant. I'm loving this. Even the scenes where they were in uh where they went to like South America and they were going through the tombs down there. There's some there's some yeah. good, great stuff going on there. Um, but and that stuff is better. It's it's still above anything we got in Dial of Destiny. But the scene of Shia LaBeouf swinging on vines that, that with, was with the monkeys with the same, same haircut yeah we that all was agreed. so overtly was offensive it was to me so bad <laughs> it was so i was like how dare yeah. you steven but like Mr. That, even that, that chase scene was great though in crystal skull where it's like hey like you know shia labeouf they talk about how he was like uh, uh one of like the best fencers in college yeah yeah and like so he's like trying like between two car great stuff yeah great yeah stuff. and and it's just the you don't the highs that's the thing with Dial of Destiny. The highs were not high. The lows were not low. There, I don't think there was anything in this movie that was like overtly offensive, not as much as Crystal Skull, where like they ruin Indiana Jones. Yeah. Uh, it does get close, and and I think you hit it on it with the sadness, where they yeah. made him a sad old man. And, Again. And I don't know why. I like that he's getting old. I like that he's old, I, but... Crystal Skull was 15 years ago, yeah. and he was old Indiana Jones in that. And so now he's super old Indiana Jones, which I'm like, okay, that's cool. But the fact that he was so miserable. Yeah. What is Hollywood's obsession with taking beloved characters from my childhood and making them miserable in life? And, and so it, I have a spe- – this is a very specific gripe. Is these characters that I liked that are so special to me that I mm-hmm. just love these characters and – and the the movies from when you know eighties nineties maybe even early two thousands, they get a send off. They get a happy ending. They yeah. they ride into the sunset. And so you bring them back twenty thirty years later, and you you make their lives so miserable. Why don't hurt me my friends? Yeah, you know like 
uh, they did this with Luke Skywalker. I was going to say that's a prime example. Why is he so miserable? He was the farm boy yeah. who became a knight. Yeah. He was the I don't most like, pure-hearted, you know, good guy yeah, of all having time. Having some character evolution where they come back and, you know, their life has hit them, right? Like, they're maybe not so optimistic and stuff like that. But, like, having, like, we always talk about, like, the scene where, like, Luke, he gets handed his old lightsaber, yeah. his father's lightsaber, yeah. and just, man, and throws it. I'm like, no, no. You could have you done so much better than they that. They did this with uh, Picard. Okay. In Picard season one and two. Now three, they got a new showrunner and they no Star Trek is so good. <laughs> but that you also see this with you kind of the same thing with Superman and Man of Steel and Batman v Man, Superman, yeah, where yeah. like they made him, you know, kind of miserable, but not not to the worst extent. My point is, is why are they so mean to these characters? Yeah. Why yeah. why you know they they are beloved characters, uh Give them a happy ending. Don't make them... Why are their lives so terrible? Yeah, like I said, they already did that in Crystal Skull. I don't feel like they needed to repeat that. But it wasn't as bad in Crystal Skull. In Crystal Skull, he was like... He was older. Mm -hmm. I get. I mean, he was kind of grumpy. But in this movie, and spoiler alert, uh, Mutt, his son... Um. Died, died in, in Vietnam. In Vietnam. Mm -hmm. So they, they killed this man's son, which is... That's traumatic. Yes. That's massive. Yeah. And Marion, the love of his life... Divo is divorcing him. Mm -hmm. And it's like, and he's living, this is Indiana Jones. He's living in a small apartment in Manhattan. Yep. And it's, what? What? He's retiring. No one really cares about him. He doesn't really care yep. about himself. It's like, why? He is a legend. He's a legend. Yeah. Why is he not? Give the man some dignity, please. Give him some dignity. Yeah. He is a legend. Everyone should respect him. He it should be like, you know what? When what's her name? Uh the woman from Fleabag. Oh, um, um Phoebe. Which Rachel I liked. Waller. I liked her. I know there's a lot of criticism. And I, I don't know if you liked her, but I really liked her. Uh, you know, here's my thing. I actually really liked her. You know, Indiana Jones has always had this thing where he he always has like a, a female sidekick. I mean, they they did that in every single movie, right? Yeah. He's always had a female sidekick. Uh, you know, short round, which they replaced with Teddy in this one and whatnot, but he's always had like somewhat of a like a, a, had a, a kid side. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, he's always had like a little bit of like a very sharp tongue female sidekick, which has been the, a trope that they like spar back. And yeah. Forth. yeah, and uh, I've always really liked that. And and Phoebe Waller Bridge, sorry, Phoebe Waller Bridge, not yeah. Phoebe Bridge Waller, um, did a great job of that. Uh, she is not a great action actress, though. Yeah, I can see that. Like, there were sometimes when you were, like watching her in the escape sequence where like she's running away and she looks like a four-year-old trying to run for the first time she doesn't quite have the physicality yeah and yeah. so that's my only thing about that is like hey like I, I don't mind it so much you know but i was like man i'm like the in some of her action stuff that's like throwing punches wasn't wasn't necessarily there but she did a really good job of being the sharp tongue female sidekick yeah which is what she was supposed to be i like her personality and it's yeah. all, and apparently the the director saw her in her show fleabag which okay you haven't seen Fleabag, have I have you? not, no. It is great. Is it? Okay. It is great. I've heard great. nothing but great things about it. It is one. I think it's, it's very short, too. They only gave her like two seasons, maybe three seasons, okay. but they're short. Um, and she essentially plays the exact same character in Indiana Jones. Gotcha. And I like that character. I like her personality. I love that actress. Uh, but like you said, she doesn't quite have the physicality. Um, and and it, just and if, if she had come to Indiana Jones with this awe and reverence of the legend because she herself is an archaeologist yeah and if it, but she's in it for the money which is cool still i like that she's in it for the money she's greedy but still if you're an archaeologist i think anytime you do an indiana jones movie where 
it's like this where he's 80 years old, like, and an archaeologist is in the movie. That archaeologist should know of the legend of Indiana Jones and should be, and then that she gets to go on an adventure with the legendary Indiana Jones. Like, yeah, there, there that would have a... been so much fun. And then, like you said, Indy's, he's ready for one well, last yeah. go. It's like, that would have been great to see. It was, it was just weird where they set up this whole, like, they try to make it where, what, was it Elsa? That was in Last Crusade, right? Was Elsa? Yeah. yeah. They try to make it where Elsa, where there's this, like, cross, right? But it's like the cross happened after you've already fell in love with her. Yeah. Because like, it, it was like, you know, towards the end of the, the movie. The double cross. The double cross. The triple cross. Yeah, yeah. It came towards the end of the movie where it's like, oh, she was a Nazi all along. With this, it happened within five minutes of meeting her. I'm like, I don't care enough about her yeah. to understand the cross or even care about the double cross. Where she's like, just locks him away for him to get caught by the CIA yeah. slash Nazi people. Yeah. It, that's the thing. It's It's... The emotions in Dial of Destiny, again, you go back to Crystal Skull, the emotional highs are higher and the emotional lows are lower. Mm -hmm. you, you get so more excited in some of the good things. You get so more pissed off in the bad things. But in Dial of Destiny, it's like I'm, I'm, I'm so – it's so middle. It's just so middle. Yeah. What, I just think I, there's a fix, and it's just an editing fix because you get introduced to, to Wombat. Is it her nickname that? In the oh Andy yeah, calls she, which is a great little, little that, cute that, little nickname, cool. right? Because she's her god. He, she is, she is his goddaughter. Yes. So, which means, that, and a lot of people don't know what that is, but that's like a Catholic thing. Um, Whereas, if the parent dies yeah. before the kid's an adult, you take over the responsibility. You, you, you adopt, adopt them. Yeah. Yeah. So you know that's a close family friend. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but so there, you get introduced. You're like talking about the. The MacGuffin, I forgot what it's called. The, the Dial of Destiny. The Dial of Destiny, but it's uh, it the has a, yeah, Antikythus has a, or something an, like that. Antikytherian, and, or, yeah. I don't know. I don't and know. then all of a sudden she, she double crosses him, locks the door, and leaves him to get caught by the CIA, right? Yeah. And then eventually there's a, uh, like 10 minutes later, there's a flashback scene of him uh, steal, uh, taking away the Dial of Destiny from his old friend. Yeah, um, her dad. Her dad, which I can't remember his name right now. And he was wonderful in this movie, too. He was great, yeah. Uh, taking the Dial back Toby? from her dad. Toby something. Yeah. Um, where he, is he? He's an actor you would recognize from other movies. Yeah, he's been to a bunch of other He stuff. was in the Avengers. He was in Marvel movies, Captain America. Toby Jones. Toby he Jones, was Basil yeah. Shaw. Yeah. Yeah. And he's great in this. He's movie. great, yeah. and so he takes it back from him, and then you see like this moment where you meet young uh, Wombat, young Phoebe in yeah. it, and that should have been before meeting her yes. as an adult, because yes. then you have some that kind of fatherly daughterly uh, relationship. You got, yeah, and, but you got backstory. You now care a little bit more. There's some kind of emotional attachment. There. Yeah. yeah. It could, and it could have been a crossfade from like her face to then her face being like her adult face being in Indiana Jones classroom. Yeah. yeah. Like th then you're like, oh, okay. Like I get it now. And then when she starts asking about it, now you yeah. know why. She and then when she finally crosses him, it would have been like, oh shit. Yeah. It would have been sadder. Yeah. Because it's but you would, like a you, daughter betraying yeah. her dad. Kind it would have been like, oh, Elsa was a Nazi all along. Oh, dang. Okay. That kind of sucks. But like it yeah. just didn't make sense. It was so abrupt and quick. It just didn't make sense to me. Yeah. I liked. So. There was that opening scene. I was just about to say we have to talk about the opening scene because that opening scene was so Indiana Jones. It was it was good. It yeah. was really good. And but here was the here was the concern was it was de-aging. Yeah. And you know, this is something that Hollywood keeps doing mm -hmm. uh to varying levels of success. Yes. So I was concerned. I was going to be too. The de-aging. But I don't know how you felt. I thought it was really good. It was okay. So we've talked about a little about the de-aging the uncanny valley. 
there was a couple times that you could tell. Like, it just didn't look right. Yeah, you could tell, but it was... But this is the best I've ever seen of D18. Yes, I think so, too. It is superior to the Luke Skywalker in Mandalorian. It is superior to... Nick Fury uh, in uh, Captain Marvel. Oh, man. Do you know what movie did the first digital de-aging? Yeah, unfortunately, it was uh, X-Men Origins. Was it the Wolverine one that did the de-aging of of, of, uh, Uh -uh. Sean Stewart? No, you're close, though. Sir Patrick Sean Stewart. Sure, Sir Patrick Stewart. Yes, yeah, Sir Patrick Sean Stewart. His, his name is not Sean. I don't know. Sean Stewart. Sean. Yeah, Sir P- Sir Patrick. Sean Patrick Stewart. Patrick. Jean Luc Picard. Yeah, that's yeah, what you're yeah, thinking yeah, of. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Once again. <laughs> no, it was. I think it was X uh, three. X three. X Men three. Oh, was it? It okay. was, but it was Patrick Stewart and Ian McKellen as uh, Professor oh, X and yeah. Magneto yeah, that's right. when they were going to talk to young Jean Grey. That 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 movie is like 20, 20 years old. Yeah, it's something like that. But yeah, yeah. So and it I, didn't look good. But though. it was great. It felt like Indiana Jones. He's chasing the, the MacGuffin. They did the thing where it took a while for you to see his face because at the beginning of every Indiana Jones movie, you always see like a shadow. Oh, yeah. or just like part of his body. A little dramatic introduction. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, like you see his face and the music cues. It's great. And they did that for this, and it, it was over the top and it was awesome. It was, and it and it took place right at the end of World War II. So yeah. uh, this was uh, 1944. Ten years after the original trilogy. Uh, thereabouts. I think, I think the first one takes place, or the in last. Okay, let me win. yeah, because don't the original ones take place in like nineteen nineteen thirty five or something like that? Nineteen thirty three, thirty four, nineteen thirty eight, thirty eight, thirty eight is okay. It's the last crusade, and this takes place in nineteen forty five. This this mm-hmm. opening flashback, um, but 1944. it's forty four, nineteen forty four. I thought it was forty five. No, because there's some. No, it's forty four. But it was it was right like the Nazis were being defeated. What a cool backdrop. Was he's in Nazi Germany, but they are currently being defeated. You know yeah. what I mean? And the Nazis are fleeing with their treasures and archaeology and mm-hmm. all that stuff, which was such a cool. That's a cool concept. Yeah. And Indiana Jones is in there trying to keep the Nazis from fleeing with all this archaeological goodness. Yeah. Right? I mean, because he goes through like the the treasure trove of the train and the train. Yeah. And there's and he goes to it's like oh you know like third century fifteenth like he goes through like all these different. And he's he trying to save it. only what he can. Yeah. Yeah. And the whole which was real. That, like, yeah. That was the Nazis really did stuff like that. Yeah, we've talked about it before. I forgot what episode, but we've talked about how like Hitler really was like an occultist, and he yeah. was trying to gather religious artifacts from all different religions. Yeah. There's some like weirdness. There's some yeah. high strangeness. And the spear there, of destiny yeah. is a real thing that, yeah. that that still to this day people are still trying to find the spear that the Roman centurion used to stab yeah. Jesus while he was on the cross. Yeah. yeah, I mean that was the whole entire point of a uh, a sleeper, but a great movie, Constantine. I was just about to say that yeah. with with uh, Keanu. With Keanu, there and they're making a sequel now. They should. They, no, it was, it's confirmed. It was good. Yeah, it I was, think so. But like this opening scene, the the de aging looked really good. It, it still wasn't perfect, but it did look really good. And the scene was so good, like the vibe. There was the adventure, but you know, yeah. like it's funny too. Like when he he's in a Nazi uniform because he's trying to infiltrate, and he he's trying to catch up with the train, and he jumps into a car to steal the car. And right before he races off to go chase the train. Two Nazi uh, high-ranking officers get in the back, <laughs> thinking that he's a driver. Yep, <laughs> and he races off with them in the back, and they're like, "Whoa!" It's like that was classic Indiana Jones. Yeah, because stuff. Indiana Jones, a lot of his adventures is him stumbling into success. Yes, and it's yes. great. But it's like just random stuff happens. At, like on the train, right? Like all of a sudden, like uh, ally bombers come and like start to like attack the train. Yeah, right, and they. 
shoot one of the the turrets and the turret happens to turn around at the perfect angle it just gets turned on and because the train is on a bend it's shooting into its own train yeah. killing Nazis. The Nazis behind him <laughs> chasing him yeah and he's like oh that was nice that's, yeah that's great <laughs> that's classic Indiana Jones that opening scene it, it, it here's what I thought I was like you know what they should have taken that that opening scene should have been an entire movie made in the 90s Oh my gosh, if, yeah. If they had actually wanted to make a sequel, like Indiana Jones 4, mm-hmm. and it was in the 90s, so he's, he is naturally a little bit older, mm-hmm. uh, like you know, 10 or so years older than his, his original trilogy, and that would have been amazing. That would have been so perfect. Yeah, I I wanted to see more of that. I'm right there with you. The de-aging, like I said, they did it at night with like some smoke and stuff like that to you know hide it yeah. a little bit, but I was okay with it. Like honestly, yeah. it made sense for the scene. Uh, I would have not. I would not want a whole movie of Harrison Ford de-aged. No, 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 no. Yeah, no, definitely no. not. But uh, that would have gotten. I would have been like, eh, eh, come, on. come on. Yeah, might as well just now that he's CGI old, do cartoon. a movie that he's old. And they did, so yeah. I like that. But if what's interesting too is this is the second uh, train scene in an Indiana Jones movie. So the first one was in the Last, the Last Crusade, Crusade, the with, opening scene with where River he, Phoenix, right? Yeah, yeah. When he was a kid, and it's interesting to to compare those two because. Obviously, in Last Crusade, it was live action. They're mm-hmm. actually on a train. Yeah. Those are real actors on a real train in a real place. Um, and in this one, it's obviously CGI. It, yeah, it is interesting to see the difference in Hollywood sentiments because in the first one, if you notice, like the train's going a lot slower, you know, and because they're real actors, they're real. Yeah, and if they fall off, they, so the train's going slower. It's but not, also at the time too, I, the technology was there. I'm sure trains went slower back then anyways in the you know late 1800s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but like in this movie uh and it's CGI mm-hmm. and the train it's it's more it's going faster, faster it's yeah. more dynamic. It's of course they always go through a tunnel. Anytime you're racing on a train, they got to go yeah, through, through a tunnel. tunnel. Which is funny yeah. because while I was in the theater they did the uh, a trailer for the new Mission Impossible. Oh, and they yeah. have a they have a train sequence on that, and like they go down. I remember thinking, it was like, like, why has there never been in a movie where they're fighting on a train in a tunnel where they just like have like just pushed them up against the concrete top? <laughs> and they did that in this movie. They I was like, it. oh man, I mean, like Speed obviously did it where like they the his kappa was detated. Yeah, but no one's really like pushed him up. Yeah. like a bad guy up on it. And they did that to Indiana Jones. I was like, okay, cool. But it was it was just I don't know that opening scene. The movie started in that opening I scene. Had, I'm like, this is. Fun. I, I like went in this, this movie. Is like this is going to be terrible. Yeah. Saw the. Op- I watched the opening scene. I was like, this might actually be good. Like it yeah. gave me hopes for the movie. Yeah, it does. And then it, I thought the opening scene was the high point of the whole movie. I I will hundred percent. I was like, after that, the movie just it it just was a yeah. dull, generic experience. But here's the thing. Movie. I am not opposed to an old Indiana Jones though. Yeah. I'm fine with him being less physical because he's an old man. He's not punching and because there were some things in this movie where. He, uh, you know, some guys surrounded him, some Nazis surrounded him. And it's like, you know, you've seen the scene before. And then Indiana Jones, out of nowhere, he smiles and then he punches a guy. And then a fight scene breaks out. Mm -hmm. There was a scene in this movie where that happened and he smiled and then he punches a guy and the guy didn't even flinch. And the fight scene did not break out. They just captured him. It's like, because you're an old man and these guys are in their prime. (laughs) I like that. And they had the... Arnold Schwarzenegger looking Hawk was his name. Yeah. yeah. And, and Indiana Jones had no chance against that guy, yeah. which was, that was cool. Yeah. I like seeing an old Indiana Jones, you know, but it just, I don't know. I, I felt like the movie was missing something. And, and I felt that way, that, that feeling articulated in my mind before the movie was over. I was like, this movie, it's fine. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm enjoying it. Um, You know, I'm like, there's some good about it. Uh, there's some good. 
but it feels like it's missing something. Like it's just missing something really important. And then they get to the ending scene. Um, oh, and that was the big grand finale. And yeah. I was like, well, maybe that's it. Maybe I'll, I'll just give it, I'll just finish out the movie, watch them. And I'm thinking this in the theater. And then I got through the ending scene. I was like, no, I just, I, I don't know. I, I felt it was still missing something. It was and definitely I missing something. I don't something. know what that is. I think I have an idea what it is. But before we get into it, let's take a quick commercial break. All right, guys. What do we want to talk about for the commercial? Uh, maybe the hot dog is a sandwich kind of a thing? <laughs> no, that's stupid, man. Everyone knows a hot dog is not a sandwich. All right. What do you want to do then? Let's talk about what everybody wants to talk about. UFOs. So my toilet, Mike Tyson, was telling me the other day that you can survive a zombie apocalypse in a pet smart. Dude, are you okay? Yeah, what? What was that? I'm sorry. I don't even know what's happening right now. I've been listening to our podcast a lot recently, and... It's just, it's a ton. What's going on? All right, I'm just going to make this easy. Hey, y'all, we are the hosts of Master and Debaters, the podcast that debates all of life's silly questions. Join us every week as we present our hardest opinions on the softest topics. I'm Puck, and football is the worst sport. I'm Alex, and a hot dog is absolutely a sandwich. I'm Spencer, and the Beatles suck. This is Master and Debaters. Find us wherever you get podcasts, and as always, stay mad. Welcome to Tabletop. My name is Nick, and I think that fudging dice rolls is totally okay. Hey, it's me, Franco, and rolling for initiative sucks. I'm Daniel, and I think you should modify your first-level characters as much as you want. And I'm Shade, and if your TTRPG hasn't evolved into a LARP, you've done it wrong. And we all host Tabletop, a TTRPG podcast about all things games and storytelling. And sometimes we have game designers, professional researchers, and even the occasional owlbear. If this interests you, listen to Tabletop every Monday, wherever you get your podcasts. Tabletop is a proud member of the Helios Network. I just love hearing our commercials. They, They're so cool. They are. They're so good. I'm so proud yeah, of them. I'm so proud of them. They're making such good stuff. Oh, yeah. Uh, definitely check out, you know, Master Debaters and Tabletop. Waste of Truth is back up. We got Trouble HQ. They're, we're writing their commercials right now. So oh, or, yeah, those, are, those shows are good, too. So, yeah. yeah. Anyways, I... So I think there's just intrinsically some things wrong. I know we keep on talking about like the wrong things, but like some things just didn't add up. And I think that's what was kind of missing. Right. So you mean like plot holes, plot holes to just, there was no whimsicalness to this movie. Right. It wasn't until you didn't get any of the whimsicalness till the end. Right. Like, yeah, it was cool. There was a, I I kept on thinking like this movie was like a sequel to a fast and furious because it was just one chase scene after the next. Yeah. Like they just, they didn't know what to do with the movie. Yeah. And like how to get from like, story beat to story beat and they're like well, let's just add another chase sequence like think about it like you had the train the train then you had the horse versus motorcycle oh then you had uh them in the cart oh the tuk tucks the, yeah the tuk tucks yeah and like which everybody says was too long wait i mean that's and that's also the issue is every chase scene felt way too besides the train scene that could have gone on for yeah a little bit longer it. and yeah. i would have been okay with it but like everything else uh but it was it, yeah it was it was fine. It was good. Yeah. Like, I enjoyed it. But it did feel too long. And yeah. then all of a sudden, Sala shows up, which I was looking forward to. Like, that's yeah. his best friend, right? Yeah. And, you know, it's like he's been in, in so many... Wait, he was in the first and the third, right? He wasn't in yes. Temple of Doom. Yes, yes, Um. So, he, which is great. And, like, all of a sudden, like, he's there and he's like, okay. And then he just does exposition dump. And I was like, well... 
I did notice that. There's he, there's no reason for this. He knew lore. His if just for the sake of knowing lore, like there wasn't. Oh, like hey, I made some calls for you. There no. was like there was not. If there was just one he just, line, he was just explaining stuff to the audience. audience yeah, I was like, okay, but but also, cool. and I, I think what you're getting to is like there was no emotionality, yeah. uh, not or at least not uh, as much as I wanted. And I mean, he's his friend. Don't just tell me. Don't just give me an info dump. Like, do a friend thing. Yeah, and they had that. Like I said, that that fun little talk about you know Sala saying he misses the sand and the ocean and the adventure. Yeah. I mean, that was kind of cool. Yeah. But there's there's a huge plot hole in this entire movie. So when the CIA show up, who because Project Paperclip is what it was called, is when which is real, which is a real thing. When United States, when they when we won World War II, we brought over a bunch of Nazi scientists yep. and gave them you put know, them say, in NASA, put them in NASA, and they started NASA. Yeah, with, uh, with I Nazi mean, scientists. Uh, Mads Mikkelsen's character, um, what's it? What was his? Doctor Voller is based off a real Nazi scientist, and I can't remember what the guy's real name was. I forgot where Hans Gruber. Hans, I think. Yeah, Hans Gruber. <laughs> <laughs> from from Die Hard. Sorry. Yeah. He's just like, know what goes on these planes? Detonate us. <laughs> Anyways, uh Yippee-ki-yay. and uh and so they blame they they frame him for murder. They frame Indiana Jones for murder of his two colleagues. Yeah. And then Sala takes him to an airport. The yeah. the closest airport, which Okay. Yeah, which of course that's not where the police or the FBI would be. It, looking this is nineteen sixty nine. There's and then outside the airport, airplane he the 60s. screams at him, "Give him hell, Indiana Jones!" <laughs> I was like, "Did you not realize like that's the opposite of what a person that's up for murder you should be doing? Screaming his name out." Yeah, they completely dropped that plot line too. Yeah, where he was framed for murder, they just didn't. The, the, nothing happens. With yeah, it. yeah. And, like, and oh well, if I can get the the antitherum. Yeah. Then people will know I'm innocent. It's like the dial of destiny. Yeah. Huh? I was shocking because this movie had so many deaths of like innocent civilians. Yeah. Like murders. And um, they just brushed is, over it. Yeah. We're like, just like, a, I'm a regular, I'm a secretary and yeah. I just got shot in the head or I'm a professor and I got shot in the back. And it's like, oh my, like that was kind of shocking because I was like, I don't think we typically see that kind of thing. Yeah. Not, not, to, I felt like not to that degree, but I'm like, and then they just, Gloss over. It's like those people were murdered and Indiana Jones is blamed yeah. for it. And then eh, we just keep going. So I want to talk about when I thought the movie was not at its best because I was a trained scene, but was starting to make me feel like it was back to being Indiana Jones. So the first, you know, that train scene we talked about, fantastic. Then when they, they get to Morocco and the chase scene, I was like, okay, the, the sure. The, yeah, the tuk tuk that yeah. went on for like a half an hour felt I like. Liked, I liked that in Morocco when he was at the table and he like whipped the whip out and at the table. And that was really cool, and everyone was ducking. He looked like that was so yeah. Indiana Jones. Plus, it was Morocco. It was a smoky little whatever. Mm-hmm. And then everyone pointed their guns at him, yeah. and he ducked, and they shot behind. It's like that little moment. It was well, just yeah. a moment. I mean, it's, when, a, it was it's a mirror of uh, yeah. Raider of the Lost Ark. Yeah. 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 And it was like, that was cool. Yeah, was cool. I like that. But, but yeah. when they introduced Antonio Banderas' character, Ronaldo. Oh, yeah. That's when the movie, I felt, started to feel more. And that's kind of towards the, like the starting to get into the third act. I really like that scene. And so they go they do it underwater where they finally figure out where the other half is and all, or they have to find the map to get to the other half. Well, Antonio Banderas is an old war buddy. Mm -hmm. He's from Spain and he's the like best diver, best diver and smuggler. Yeah. And smuggler. And they get on his boat out in the middle of the ocean to where this ancient Roman shipwreck is. Mm -hmm. And this was so cool. The half of the boat, it went, it sunk to 80 feet. Yeah. But then it was on a cliff. And so half the boat broke off 
and went down to like 300 feet or something, or, so, no, or 150 it, feet. Yeah, or so it was like. a lot it was a lot deeper, yeah. Yeah. It was like 60 to 120 or something yeah, like that. Yeah, which, and that was so cool. Yeah. And they got on these old school diving suits mm-hmm. with the hose that goes up to the top, and they just dropped to the bottom, and they're walking along the bottom of the ocean, going in the shipwreck, ancient bodies, eels. That whole scene was yeah. really cool. And so this is when it started to feel a lot more like an Indiana Jones movie again. Like, I get it. You know, it's it's a modern take, or not modern take, but it's now taken in, uh, like, the nuclear age yeah. of 1969. society. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, even when he's given the speech at the beginning in his classroom, no one's really paying attention because now we're in the space era, right? We've yeah. explored space. We've gone to the moon and come back. No one cares about archaeology anymore. No. But, like, I was like, man, like, you don't... An Indiana Jones movie is about, like, spelunking and diving and exploring aging. Yeah. yeah. And stuff like that. And so that's just like, man, like, okay, cool. We're back to it. Yeah. Right? And so that I, I really enjoyed that sequence. It was funny, though, because we talked about, like, I'm a scuba diver. Antonio Banderas' character goes, I have almost a foolproof method how to stop the bends. <laughs> and Almost. his method is completely wrong. It was. I noticed it was that too. Completely wrong. So he's like really so, fast to the bottom. Yeah, where you go really fast to the bottom, three minutes, and really fast back up. I'm like, that's not how it works. That will kill you. Yeah, I was like, uh. <laughs> but at 1969, like, yeah. Well, how would else would you really know? Yeah, the the doctor was smoking during his surgeries. <laughs> you know, that's what the humans had not evolved. <laughs> We didn't really get smart until, I don't know, like 89, 90. Yeah, that's when I was born, so I'd say 89. There we yeah. go. Yeah. <laughs> you came on the scene, and everyone was like, was like wait a minute. minute. Shit, we have to get a lot smarter for we this human to, to survive. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but man, yeah, so anyways, let's get to the, the climax before, uh, you know. So eventually they do find... Big spoiler. Big spoiler. So they, they, they find Archimedes' tomb. Which was cool. Which was cool. That scene too. Another fun. one. Archimedes Tomb. But it, it was short. It was it short. Was, it was not a lot though. Yeah. But and it was cool. They end up uh, uh, finding the, the second half of the dial. Uh, they get captured by the Nazis. Complete the dial. They go back in time. And the whole entire point is Mad Mikhailson's character is trying to go back in time to make Germans win World War II. And he's going to do that by killing, killing Hitler, Hitler and taking over. In 1938. And being so, a worse Hitler. That is... Is an awesome. That's yes, awesome. That is awesome. Yeah. And so the whole entire point is they figure out how to travel back in time. And yeah. so they go to the right place. But then in the last second, Indiana Jones realizes that there's this continental shift. And because of that, it's continental a continental drift. Yeah. Yeah. Continental drift where that like things have moved yeah. since ancient Tectonic times. Plates they, and stuff. Yeah. Things, you know, continents move by like an inch yeah. every 10 years or something. Yeah. And so because of that, they don't go back in time to 1938. The calculations are wrong. Yeah. yeah. They go back in time to. When Archimedes needed people, yeah, right? Like, like so, the the, the, two, the Syracuse, yeah, yeah, 2000 yeah, it was like two, two, two hundred thirteen BC or something yeah. like that. Very yeah. cool. And they go back in time to this whole entire point where they've been talking about Archimedes and the invasion of Syracuse by the Romans, and you get to see it. Yeah, which was dope. That was really. cool. I was like, cool, sweet. Let's spend some time here. And I look down on my watch. I'm like, oh, there's only like fifteen minutes of this movie left. Yep. They they left. That they had the coolest part that could have been the entire like. A uh, half of the movie is them stuck back in time, yeah, trying to figure out how to get back to the future, or, or not half the movie, at least like a, a scene or or like an act or some kind of adventure. There was no yeah. adventure in this. It was uh, Phoebe uh, rescued Indiana Jones off that airplane, mm-hmm. off the Nazi plane, and they jumped out and parachuted down, and then they they got on the other plane and then they just went home. Oh, yeah, and that was pretty that was much it. it. Yeah, yeah. And so th- this is another plot hole for me. So Indiana Jones gets shot yeah. in this movie, and it's a tenth time he's ever been shot. And they t- talk about he's like, been shot nine times, yeah. but this is the tenth time. And this one is like it's in the shoulder, it's near the heart. He's going to die. Yeah. 
and he talks about that. Well, he's, he, gonna, he's gonna die if it doesn't get treated. treated. Yeah. And then he's on the plane, and all suddenly he's acting like he's not shot anymore, and everything's yeah. fine. Then they crash land in Syracuse in ancient Greece. Yeah, and then he's gonna kind of die again, but he wants to stay. He wants to stay. stay. And so this is my issue. A lot of people have been griping about this. He's like, well, Indiana Jones just wanted to die there. No, he had been obsessing about that about history. He's been chasing yeah. history his He's entire life. Yeah. He now has a chance to actually live yeah. in history. Which is a cool idea. Yeah. And he wants to stay there, which is a very big mirror to his father being obsessed with the cup. Yeah, the Holy the, Grail. The Holy Grail. Yeah. And so, like, it's like, okay, like, you get to see some, like, hey, he's obsessed with it, he finally gets it, but the whole entire point in The Last Crusade is his father tells him, like, it's okay, like, just drop the cup, let's yeah. get out of here, it's, it's let better it go. to let, yeah, let it go. Indiana. Yeah, Indiana. Let, uh, let it, let it let go. go. <laughs> the penitent man shall pass. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, they didn't, they didn't, it, 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 there was no explanation. And then, you know what, they, then they're like, we don't know how to end the movie, so what do they do? They have Phoebe punch him, knock him out, and then he wakes up days later in, in 1969 again in his apartment fine. She brought him back home. Yeah. Yeah, I... Uh, okay, so... Is your phone okay? Yeah. It's just... <laughs> my daughter's trying to FaceTime me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's... The... Okay. He wants to stay in the past. Yeah. Um, controversial idea. I didn't think about it until afterwards. Sarah, my wife Sarah, mentions like, oh, it's cool because he's an archaeologist and all that stuff. I'm like, yeah, okay. But my initial reaction was like, I really don't like it. And I think it was just the way it was presented in the movie. Was If they had done it a different way, I think I would have liked it. But the yeah. way it was presented was, my life is so miserable. I am so depressed. Yeah. Uh, and I don't want to go back. I'd rather stay in the ancient history and abandon everyone and everything I've ever known. And I'm like, that is so sad. And yep. and he even played it as very sad. He was depressed, mm -hmm. uh, and I was like, "This is so sad. You cannot, you can't end like this. You can't end Indiana Jones on such a sad, sad. depressing note. Like, like he he needs to be at a big family dinner. Yep. He needs to ride off into the sunset like he did in the Last Crusade. Yep. You know, that's how you end Indiana Jones because he is he's a legend. He needs to end with dignity, with uh, people just. And all you know, he needs to be, and he he spends the rest of his life lecturing. You know, instead of riding off in the sunset, he can walk off into a university where people are so excited to learn from the legendary yeah. Indiana Jones. It was none of that. It was like he's so depressed and so miserable that I just want to stay in the ancient past. And I was like, this is this is bumming me out, yeah. man. Yeah, and and then it, it then he gets punched, knocked out, wakes up back in his apartment in 1969, like I said, and he's like, well, what what do I have here to live for? And yeah. then Marion just walks in. Yeah. It's like, what? The okay. Out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Yeah. They give her some time. And it had a really cute scene. They mirrored their scene where it's like, it's like it hurts all over where, where it doesn't it hurt. And she points at her elbow, which is the scene that they had in Raiders, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah. Like, okay, this is cute. And they finally kiss and embrace and movie ends. It was, it, they, th they, they had played it so depressing. Yes. Uh, through the whole movie that it did for me. I wanted some kind of happiness at the end. It was cheap. It was not earned. It was not fulfilling. But it was, to me, I was like, this is better than nothing. If you had ended Indiana Jones in a depression <laughs> where he's like putting a gun to his head, yeah. you know what I mean? I'm like, I I, I would have, I, 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 I would have been like, you blew it! You know, but, you know, <laughs> 
in, instead, <sighs> instead, you know, I was just like, okay, you gave me the cheap. At least it was mm. not fully depressed. Even though Marion, it just, it just, I don't know, it just wasn't earned. And they, they, the writers wrote themselves into a corner yeah. and had no idea how to get out of this corner. Yeah. And funny enough, I've been watching The Witcher season three. I watched it too, yeah. The first and, half of season three. Yeah, and yeah. the exact same thing happened. In the end of season two, the writers wrote themselves into multiple corners they yeah. didn't know how to. How to. And The Witcher season three starts with a whole new premise and storyline like season two didn't even happen. I, I actually like that because season two is so bad. It was so bad. Season three has gotten a lot better. But yeah. that's been a thing where it's like they're, they're writing without knowing the end. Yeah. So a very big technique that any English or like writing professor will tell you, and I actually do this for D, for when I write in D&D, is you write the ending. Yeah, you start with the end. You start with the end. You you write how you want it to end. Yeah. And then you go backwards. Yeah, exactly. You, and so you do the how beats. How am I going to get there? So you're not writing the, the the book backwards, right? But you're you're coming up with the beats backwards. Yeah. And that way it all lines up and makes sense. Yeah. Like there's a scene too when Dr. Voller is in, in Archimedes 2 and he completes the Dial of Destiny. The two halves puts them together. Yeah. And then without anything he grabs something off like the necklace of Ar archimedes off it and puts it in the center another thing yeah another piece to it to yeah. it and there's no mention of it nothing yeah. that that was he just boop and puts it in like oh i knew this all along like i did like him as a villain just because he matt was matt mckelson's such a good villain he's such matt he's such a great actor and the Mickelson fact that, or mckell i don't know and the fact that he was essentially a super nazi yeah which was very cool because he's just so evil and terrible I mean, they have an exchange here uh indian jones says he's like so when are you gonna go back in time who are you gonna kill yeah and he's like he's like i'm gonna kill hitler he's like what he goes oh yeah he's like oh what nazi didn't worship the fuhrer he's that, like yeah yeah that scene and then they put the nazi uniforms back on mm -hmm. and he's got it and they're before they go back in time that scene was chilling because it was like oh my gosh this is this guy is evil this yeah. is a great great villain um but so, it was just I, my problem here's the thing i didn't have a problem with the villain i thought the villain was great i thought um a lot of the action scenes were good it's just uh, the big thing is just the emotionality of Indiana Jones because yeah. again, like you said, the ending. Where okay, okay, think of it this way: you're in charge of this movie. You're gonna write. Say they hire Owen mm -hmm. to write the last Indiana Jones movie that there will ever be. Oh man, okay. Harrison Ford is about to die. That okay. dude is old as hell. He's old. Yep. He's about to die. So he's never gonna be. Even yep. if the studio wanted to make another one, mm -hmm. they're not going to because he's just too old. Yeah. Right. This is the last Indiana Jones movie ever. Where are you going to? This is a legend. This is a cultural yeah. icon. icon. Yeah, not only from our childhood, but for all of American culture. This yep. is the guy, mm -hmm. right? The fedora guy. Let's the go. whip. I already like, got it. You're gonna. You have been given the sacred artifact that is Indiana Jones. Mm -hmm. Where? How are you going to leave him? Where are you going to leave him? So I. So here's my thing. I'm going to recast a little bit, right? So I think. Look, we all didn't like Mutt. Yeah, in, in Shia, LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf's character, his son, and I would have just recast him. I would not have killed him off. I would have recast him. Yeah, I didn't like that. That's so that's so depressing. Dark, it's so dark and depressing. Yeah. I mean, I get it for the era. You know, a lot of people lost yeah. their their children in the Vietnam War, but actually, Tyler Boyd, who played the the American that wants to be a Nazi guy, that the oh doctor, that guy, yeah, which they didn't explain any anything of that. about that. Yeah. He was not a good villain. He, no, he was just a henchman. It, I was like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. He, I would have recasted him to be Indiana Jones' son. Okay. Uh, in it, 
and it would have been like them too. You would with... have stuck with Shia LaBeouf? No, I probably not. I do mean, you know, I... you know the behind the scenes stuff that happened there? No. You know why they killed him off? No. Sorry, just not to interrupt you, but I'll interrupt you. <laughs> <laughs> but like, so he got out of that movie, and that's when he went through his like indie oh, crazy, phase, yeah, his crazy, crazy phase, phase, and he yeah. started he started talking trash about Steven Spielberg oh, and big yeah. Hollywood movies, and he and but specific he named Spielberg and like how he was so. He was too artsy for all these big uh, blockbuster movies, and Spielberg was like, "I'm never working with you again." Cool. Well, he didn't. Yeah, Spielberg didn't even direct so this. James Mangold did. But yeah, but yeah. he was a producer. Yeah. Anyways, know. I would have Tyler Boyd, and I would have had Phoebe come in, and have been a love interest to Mutt. To Mutt. Okay. And it, it is them two, like you know, trying to figure it out with with Indiana Jones going, and I would have done it where they spent maybe a half an hour of the movie in ancient. Greece at the end in the, Italy, I guess, right? Yeah, yeah, it was Italy, Italy, Italy. yeah, yeah, and right, no, 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 because no, Romans, Sicily. Sicily, Sicily, yeah, isn't Sicily sure, Syracuse, is yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, and and then spent that time, and then all of a sudden it would have been like they finally come together. The uh, Tyler Boyd and Phoebe are now like in love and a whole nine yards, and it would have ended with another wedding of them two. And like this big happy, you know, all suddenly like you know, Miriam is there and stuff like that. It would yeah. have ended happily, and you get to see the Jones line continue. Yeah, so you would have ended with a, mar- a wedding, yeah. and that's a, a wedding is a great. Yeah, way to I end mean it. they did it in Crystal Skull. With, would you with have them passed two on the hat? Back. Yeah, I think so. Really? Yeah, to, mu- to Mutt. Yeah, to Mutt. I would have. Then people are like, oh, they're gonna, now they're going to make Mutt Eanda Jones. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Yeah, I would have. I, I like that. Yeah. I like that idea. What, but would you feel like Indiana Jones would be a background character in his own movie then? If you'd done it that way, I, I would not necessarily. I would still want him to lead. Yeah, but it would it, it the story would have, would have been about passing the torch, yeah. right? And that was the issue with with Crystal Skull was no one wanted Shia LaBeouf to do it, and even his character yeah. and acting and yeah, Shia LaBeouf now like you watch like Peanut Butter Falcon, uh, the other movie that he did was he's, kind of about him. It was, like, it's been fifteen he's, years. Yeah, he's, he's changed and he's grown a lot. Yeah, a lot better now. Um, yeah. but yeah, I would have done. Yeah, I would have had him leading, but had you know. His son and Phoebe be a little bit more supporting. Yeah, you know, like I, I love that idea. Yeah. You know what I would have done? Hit me with it. I would have put Indiana Jones in the role of his dad in Last Crusade. That would have been great too. Where he's the old guy, mm-hmm. but he's an academic. He's brilliant. Mm-hmm. He knows his stuff. He's not the action hero because yeah. he's old. Yeah, right. So and and I like the idea of Mutt of his son. Mutt is the one driving the motorcycle. Now it's Indiana sitting that's a, in the that's even side better than car. mine. I like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you could even, you know, and keep him with the with the fedora and stuff. But at some point, maybe even put one of those bucket hats on him, like his dad yeah. had, or something <laughs> like that. Or just, or maybe even just for fan service, like have him maybe repeat a line or two yeah. of something his dad said. Because that's great. Because you get old and you become your father. father yeah. You know what I mean? Been fantastic. And and to see his son, but then to look at his son and to see what he's become and to be proud of him and now. His son is now the new, you know, adventurer guy. Yeah. It's like that would have been great, you know. And then, like I said, at the end, at the very end of the movie, I would have had Indiana walking into a university with people wanting to hear from the legend and yeah. wanting to learn, you know. Uh, and and he's giving lectures on his adventures and stuff. And and that, you know, it just, it, I just would not have put that mystery in. I think I, I, it would have been so much more fun if there was because you got, you got to have, you got to start in a low place, yeah. and you got to solve a problem and get to a better place. That's how every movie has to happen. It, it, it just felt like it was too low. Yeah, it, it was, was like you said. Sad. I texted you. I was like, this was the, one of the most generic and bland adventure movies I have seen. Yeah, it was fine. No. Like that's why, like. 
But we got to get into trivia. We'll, we'll talk some it more in, in, a, in a bonus bad. banter. It but, wasn't yeah. bad, but so the rating. one out of five fedoras. How many fedoras would you give this movie? Oh man. Okay. If it weren't Indiana Jones, if that's, it, a, that's a fair question. If it, that's a fair observation. If I'll it say. were like you know S- Steve Miller. I don't and, know. And the brown Steve Miller brand? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I don't know. It's Bob Jones. Yeah. Um, I would have been like, yeah, this was cool. Okay. Uh, it was fine. I would have given it a three uh, fedoras out of five. Okay. But because it's Indiana Jones, like, like, I, and I'm not, I'm not objective yeah. in any way. I'm like, uh, I give it like three and a half, four, you know, just because, I, I mean, seeing him in that leather jacket and seeing him in the Yeah, and there's the some fedora, iconic stuff. Was, it's was just cool. like, that's always a, uh, like, oh, nah. I like that, you know. I, unfortunately, this is going to get, I want to say like a 1.75 to two, like two fedoras. Yeah. Look, turn your brain off and enjoy the movie. Yeah. Right? You can do that to this movie, and that that makes it great. But the issue is, like you said, it's an iconic franchise and it is the end of the iconic franchise yeah and they they should have come it didn't come out well. like mike tyson right out of prison just the meanest gruffest just best he ever was yeah right and they didn't do that it was yeah. they did they did what they did we talked about at the beginning like with all the other like you know the yeah. skywalkers and whatnot where know, i'm gonna change mine from a, a a three and four to a two and three yeah yeah i think so, that's better yeah like you said like i said you you hit the nail right on the head thanks it really it should have yeah you're handling a cultural icon you should have done a better job yeah. well you know what time it is let's do it baby it's trivia time Well, Brando, we're tied right now. Like, completely tied. Uh-huh. Yeah, so overall, since the start of banter and such, we both have 150 points. Yeah. So. This is crazy, because typically, like, you're way ahead of way me. Way ahead. And then we'll have one episode where I shoot up, and I might I might beat We've you. We've been neck best. and neck. We're never sure. neck and neck. No. This, we, this season's been really good so far. This is so, good. I think, I think I'm asking better questions. Also true. <laughs> and I think I'm getting less competitive. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're being more gracious. <laughs> yes. uh, you did win last week, though, for a, uh, seven to five. So you get to ask the first question. All right, cool. Uh, mine is uh, trivia from all of Indiana Jones. And actually, all of mine are from the original uh, trilogy. Okay. Uh, that's where my trivia is from. So, all right. Uh, in the original trilogy, mm-hmm. which actor, which actor whose real life has duty in their name? And you can name me the the actor or the character from Has Duty? Yeah, Duty is part of their name. This is so immature. <laughs> and <laughs> I, I was like, what does this have to do with Indiana Jones? This has nothing to do with anything. Yeah. I just saw this actor has duty in their name, I, and I, I thought have that was no funny. idea. Really? No idea. It's Elsa from uh The Last Crusade. Okay. And she is so gorgeous, and her last name is Duty. And I just think that's so funny. D-U-T-Y, D-O-O-T-Y. D-O-O-T-Y. Wow. Okay. Her last name is Duty. Duty. I think it's like Allison Duty or something. <laughs> <laughs> How terrible. All right. This one, all right. So this is a four-parter question for you. A four-parter. Four-parter, and each one is gonna be worth a point. Okay. There are four Marvel bad guys in this movie. Oh, whoa. Can you name me all four? Four. Okay, Mar- Mads Mikkelsen mm-hmm. is from the first Doctor Strange movie. Yes, he is. Okay. He is one. Okay. Four. There's four. Marvel bad guys. Uh-huh. 
in this. Wow. This is you you brought up another one in the podcast. The big guy. The big guy, was he in Punisher? No. Was he okay? Oh, this is tough. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm thinking of the not okay, Toby Jones. Toby Jones is Zola. Yeah, from yeah. Captain America. All right. He was one of the he was All a right. Nazi in he that. A, yeah. And in this one he's not a Nazi. Yeah, he's but he's guy. Swiss in uh in in Cap he's like, I'm Swiss. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was a great Swiss accent right there. <laughs> I'm Swiss. Wait, I'm Swiss. I tell you what, we in Switzerland. I'm from Switzerland. Switzerland. <laughs> I need some iced tea <laughs> on my mountain in Switzerland. <laughs> Look at me in the Alps. <laughs> Confederate uh, recreation yeah, on the Alps. Oh gosh. Sorry. Well, that was kind of Nazis. Anyways, <laughs> all right, you got two more. Okay, okay. Mads Mikkelsen, Toby Jones. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh, oh, okay. There's a villain, Marvel villain. Marvel villain. Who else is in this movie? Yeah, all right. I'll say the, the I'll give you the other one is only in the train sequence. Okay. Oh, man. I mean, the only one I can think of would be the head Nazi guy. Okay, that's him. But I don't know who he was in Marvel. Oh, really? Okay. I don't know who. Okay, he- so that is uh Thomas Kretschmann, Kretschmann. Uh-huh. And he played uh Baron Wolfgang who was the guy that used the staff to experiment to create Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. What a yeah, okay. he, yeah, he's only in a little bit. All right. I don't know the fourth one. The though. fourth one's, it's easy. It's not Phoebe Waller-Bridge. No. So this one, it's this. No, al- I know. So the CIA agent woman, the woman uh, who got killed, she was a good guy though. Wasn't she in the, was she Stop. Not- Stop, okay. stop. <laughs> thank, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Uh, but you are kind of correct. Now, this one, it is a Marvel bad guy, but he is not in the MCU. Oh. It's not like uh, and, uh, he's Oscar in, Isaac. And he is also, this movie's directed by James Mangold. Okay, so he did Logan. Oh, it's the mustache guy. Boyd mu- Halbrick. Yep. Yeah, the mustache yeah, Nazi. I'll give yeah. you a point for that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, you 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 helped me out. Yeah. So it's all good. You get three points. All right. My... See, look at me. I'm not competitive. I'm not competitive anymore. <laughs> look, See how not competitive I am. You should shut Com- up with me. Am I not competitiveness? <laughs> I am the best non-competitive person ever. <laughs> Way right. better than you. <laughs> What's your next question? All right. All right. Uh, original trilogy. What kind of dog did Indiana Jones have as a boy? We named him the dog Indy. Yeah. He was named after the dog, exactly. And I'll, I'll, I'll give you a hint if you yeah, want. Yeah, I need one. Because I know that's a tough question. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's in uh, 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 The Last Crusade. Yeah, I And it's that. in the beginning scene when he was a boy. Because remember, after the whole train adventure? Oh, yeah, he runs he gets up. home. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be, it's like some type of like Australian shepherd. I think that's close. Okay, what is it? It's a husky. Oh, Siberian Husky. Yeah. I did not know. But it's that, that kind of white. Yeah, wolf, wolf I saw that. And that's yeah. why I thought Australian Shepherd. Okay. That was yeah. Indiana. Yeah, yeah, it was Indiana. All right. Next question. There are two Star Wars actors in this movie. Name the two Star Wars actors. Oh. Oh, okay. Is it, well, Harrison Ford. Okay, there's one. <laughs> I was going to say, like, please at least get that one. <laughs> I mean, that was like way <laughs> obvious. Okay, wow. That took you too long to get there. I know. I, you I would have yeah. missed that, too. Boom, yeah. Uh, who else is in Star Wars? Technically, there's actually three now that I think about it. I guess Mads Mikkelsen was. Yeah, that is, yep, that's, okay. He Was he in Rogue, Rogue One? Rogue, Rogue yeah, One. he yeah. was Juno's uh, dad. Yeah. The guy that created the Death Star. Yeah. 
And there um, is a third. I just realized that. Okay, I don't know the third. Phoebe. She's the voice of the droid in Han Solo that is in a love thing with uh um, Oh, the tall Lando. one? Yeah. What? Oh, yeah. the, oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Man, right. she's great, though. Five, I, yeah. I, she deserves better than this movie. 5-0 so far, Brandon. Look at you. Okay. In the Temple of Doom. Okay. Indiana Jones in the Temple of Doom. What song does Willie sing at the beginning? Uh, British Tar. <laughs> what? Isn't that what it's, it's? It's something tar, isn't it? No. No, wait. Oh, sorry. I'm thinking Sala. Sala sings a song called British Tar. Yeah, no, this is Willie. Willie. The, the, the woman. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay. And there's that whole huge dance yeah, scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yes. Um, you asked me the last time I watched any of the original. I know. Or the, ask me. When was the last time? When was it? When we, d- we talked about it on the podcast, <laughs> like a year and a half ago. Um, it wasn't that long ago. Oh, yeah. We did adventure movies. That's right. Yeah. Um, uh, you got a friend in me. No, no. Okay. Um, uh, put it on the Ritz. Anything goes. <laughs> Gosh, you don't remember that? No. She kept repeating that. Yeah, one sure. one. Okay. Okay. Sorry. I don't yeah. know. That's a tough All question. Right. There is a reference to Monty Python and the Holy Grail in this movie. In Dial of Destiny. In Dial of Destiny. What is it, and where is it in what? this movie? A reference to Monty Python and the Holy Grail? Do mm-hmm. they go to a French castle? Yeah. I fought in your general <laughs> direction. <laughs> your mother was a hamster and your father smelt of elderberries. <laughs> uh, does anyone live Go in... away. I should taunt you a second time. See, no one lives in an anarch- anarcho-syndicalist <laughs> no. commune. No. Um, did anyone vote for the king? <laughs> <laughs> I think I know. Okay. One of the artifacts was the holy hand grenade of Antioch. Yeah, it was. Yes, because oh I pointed that God. out to Sarah. I did too. I'm like sitting there, and I was just like, I sat there, and I was like, passed by. So it's in the scene when he's it's he's in the, the in Nazi the train, train, yeah, and he's like going through, and he like stops, turns around, and right next to his head is the holy hand grenade of Antioch. <laughs> yes. Oh, oh, all right. That's a great question. Thank oh, you. geez. Yeah. All right. Here's one. I think this is a great okay. question. So back to the original trilogy. Yeah. Which Ghostbuster has a cameo? In one of the three Indiana Jones movies. Which Ghostbuster? That's right. Someone in the Ghostbusters movie has a cameo in one of the original. Can I know which movie so I can think a little bit? Uh, it is Temple of Doom. It is. He, we have a Ghostbuster in Temple of Doom. There is a, yeah. There's a Ghostbuster in Temple of Doom. And it's a cameo. So he's only in it for like a very short scene and he's got a, he doesn't even have a name or anything, but he's there. Oh, isn't it on like a dock scene? Yeah. <laughs> is it Dan Aykroyd? It is. Yeah, it's okay. Dan Aykroyd, it, when they're getting on the plane. That's right. Yeah, does he call him like a jerk or something like that? No, he's the one sending them onto the plane. Oh, he's like, good luck. Right. And, yeah. know, and then Indiana Jones, because they were chasing from the Chinese gangsters. Yeah. And he turns back and he goes, now, nice try, Lao Shea. <laughs> and then he gets in the plane, shuts the door, and it says, Lao, Lao Shea Airlines. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Nice. All right. Oh, I love Indiana Jones. What Indiana Jones movie had its first ever reference in Dial of Destiny. Okay, where Dial of Destiny referenced an Indian, an older Indiana Jones movie. Mm-hmm. And it's the first time in the entire Indiana Jones franchise that this movie has been referenced. Was it him talking about drinking the blood of Kali in, from Temple of Doom? They have never mentioned Temple of Doom in either Last Crusade or, Chris, or Crystal Skull. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. That they did mention the uh, Ark of the Covenant in... Yeah, uh, the and the Holy Crusade. Grail. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
All right. All right, man. Uh, mine's, uh, I have another, okay, I have another uh, Temple of Doom question. Okay. I didn't do this on purpose, but, okay, in Temple of Doom, which Hindu god does the thuggy cult worship? Um, Kali? Yes. Yeah, we literally just said <laughs> so it. I was, like, I was like, wait, that's that's the <laughs> one, right? Yeah. And of course, the the, the bad guy, famous. Kalima. Yeah. Kalima. Uh, all right. There is a reference to another Harrison Ford movie called Blade Runner. Okay. Where is this reference and what is it? Wow. All right. Does he does he make a little paper unicorn? I'm thinking out loud. I'm thinking out loud. Okay. Man, I don't. I'll say this. It's a word. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's a word. It's a word. Oh, man. That's mm-hmm. tough. Now I'm thinking of my Blade Runner knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what tough. does Deckard do to replicants? What is the term in Blade Runner that they use? He retires them? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So where is something like that said? And I'll give you a point. Does the... Mustache Nazi say that? So on the plane in the third act, Voller says to Indiana Jones, they should have retired you years ago. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. All right. All right, let's see here. Um, I got two more. I have two more also. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, this is from The Last Crusade. Okay. Okay. What does Indiana Jones know how to do in an airplane and what can't he do? So he, this is a two-parter. Oh, yeah. So he knows how to take off. He doesn't know how to land. Uh, that's so close. You should get one point. Okay. But when his, when his father- Sorry, I was just thinking out loud. <laughs> <laughs> when his dad asked him, he was like, you know how to fly a plane? He goes, fly? Yes. yes. Land? land? No. no. <laughs> so he knows how to fly, doesn't know how to that's land. That's right. Okay. That's pretty good. That's right. Uh, all right. So these are two questions that I've asked before. For every single time we've talked about Indiana Jones. Okay. So in this, the first question is, where is the Wilhelm scream in Dial of Destiny? Ooh. I mean, it I I'm pretty sure it was early on. I think it was early on. I think it was even before they even get to the train. Were they still in the bell tower when that bomb came in and blew it up and one of the Nazis fell? Is that one of them? No. Oh. It is the train sequence. Oh, he throws a Nazi off the train and you yeah. hear that. We should put the Wilhelm scream we used on our to soundboard. Have it. We used to have it. We don't it. have it anymore. I don't know where it went. Yeah. All right. Your last question. Oh, okay. Um, My last question. Okay. Which Indiana Jones movie would have ended the same way if Indiana Jones wasn't in it? And this is for Indiana. Oh, this is, yeah. This is Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yes! Yeah. Yes! This, I was going to talk about that in bonus banter where how, like, this movie would have ended the same way without Indiana Jones. Yeah. 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 They still, yeah, this one too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This one. So I guess, yeah, it has two answers. All right. <laughs> Last question is the other sound effects question. There's always been the sound in every single Indiana Jones movie of the Millennium Falcon's engine. Yes. Where is it in Dial of Destiny? Okay. Um, I know this. I swear I know this. Is this at the end when they're on the Nazi plane? And it gets it gets hit with a spear or something. You're you're super close, so I'm going to give you the point. It's right when they go through the time portal, and the engine turn and That's the plane right. shuts off. You hear that? All the electronics. Yeah. All right. Well, Brando, eight to five today. Look at you Woo-hoo! go. So it is one fifty eight to one fifty five. 
Oh man, Owen. Yeah. <laughs> you gonna take it? You gonna, gonna take that duck? <laughs> We we still have a lot of episodes to go in this season, my friend, for you to get cocky right now. I am now. bragging way uh, ahead of time. Yeah. <laughs> well, this has been awesome, man. I, I I don't know. It wasn't this movie wasn't terrible. Yeah. It 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 was fine. I have some things I want to talk about it in bonus banter, specifically how it flopped, and I actually think that's a good thing. So if you want to listen to bonus banter, subscribe to our Patreon. Yeah, I I just think yeah. I mean, it was a movie. Mm-hmm. It was it was one but of the I, most movies ever. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can find us on social media, on Instagram and Twitter. The links are in the show description. And if you can do us a favor, hit that share button or send this episode to a friend who might like it. Yes. Uh, leave us a rating on whatever app you're listening to. That really helps us uh, get the word out and affects the algorithm. And we're proud members of the Helios Network, a collection of great podcasts made by regular people. And uh, check us out at www.theheliosnetwork.com to see some of our other amazing sister podcasts like Master and Debaters. Master and Debaters. We love those guys. We, we talk about them all the time because we time. love them. Yeah. And their show is genuinely so good. good. It is three best friends it's way arguing better than ours. the stupidest it's, topics ever. It's better than Bandit. Yeah, it's so much better. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so check them out. It's uh, absolutely hilarious. And they actually keep their episodes under an hour long every single week. They not, they have the, like the fortitude to do that. <laughs> and for all of our Patreon subscribers, stay with us after the outro music because we have the extended bonus banter coming up exclusively for you. And like I said, if you want to check out our bonus banter, we have the Patreon link in the show description. Well, I love you all. And thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of Banter and Such. Next week, we're going to be talking about Titanic because it become relevant once again. <laughs> well, I'm Brando. And I'm Owen. Until next time, may your week be filled with BS. One of these times I'm gonna I'm gonna get the timing perfect on the on the drop. <laughs> now that we're doing it live, live yeah. Show, yeah. yeah. But man, okay, so I do want to talk about this. This movie costs they they have not said how much it it, it really fully costs. Yeah. But we do know it costs well over three hundred million in just production budget. I've I've read that this costs the same as Avatar two. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Well, just production budget. That's crazy. That's not marketing budget because usually we, they have like, like a. 50% of its production budget budget they give to marketing as well. Yeah. So this movie flopped hard. It's flopping so hard. 